0: Let's go, let's go. What's up, Natero? What's going on, man? Uh, how's your how's your night or day going, brother? Mike's coming in okay, everything's good. We gotta talk about um Covington versus uh Marty fake newsman. <laughs> <coughs> <clears throat> Bro, how about freaking Glover, man? Beating beating yawn. That was incredible. I um I didn't see that coming. I mean, I gave Glover like a shot, but not a great chance. <laughs> like just being a hundred percent honest, man. Um, I think they said something like he was like a twelve to one underdog. Maybe I didn't hear that correctly, but <clears throat> he was a big time underdog. <coughs> we got Karen. What's up, Karen? I think Kamara will have the upper hand. Um, yeah, man, definitely. I mean, for me, uh, I'm definitely leaning towards Kamara Usman. Yeah, definitely leaning towards Usman, but like Kobe's Kobe, you know what I mean? But it's like you can't deny that guy's a great fighter, you know what I mean? He's he's a great fighter. He might be like the second best in the division, or he could be the best. I mean, we're going to find out when they fight. Natio says, I did not see that coming. <laughs> Laugh out loud. I thought Glover's chin was done. <clears throat> Bro, me too, man. You know, I'm always honest, man. Like in the fight aftermath and stuff like that, I never, I never try to like, you know, backpedal and say that I was going for this guy. No, like I, I really thought Yamblahovich was gonna knock out Glover. I thought, I thought he was gonna be a really bad matchup for him. Um, like in the breakdown, like I gave Glover a chance. I was like, well, you know, if he does get Yamblahovich uh, down, it's gonna be bad for him. You know, because Glover's top game is ridiculous. Um, And that's exactly what happened. He stunned him on the feet. Well, first of all, he got him down without stunning him. That was in the first round. And, um, you know, uh, one of you guys was chatting with me earlier on the channel in the comment section. We got tail. What's up, tail? And we were having like a little chat. And I forgot who it was. One of you guys mentioned that maybe Jan Blahovich was concerned with the takedown. Like going into the second, like it was in his mind, and it affected him. And um, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that, because that happens all the time, and we we see it all the time. Like when you have a guy that can take you down at will and hold you down, and and like be a threat on the ground, it affects your striking because you're it, it concerns you. You're like, oh well, if he takes me down, I'm screwed. So you're so focused on stuffing the takedown that it opens you up to shots up top. And um, Glover has a nasty left hook. He just he has some of the best boxing in light heavyweight. You know, it's like very very pure, like good technical boxing. And um, he dominated. I mean, he he dominated. It wasn't like a complete wash. Like it's not like Jan didn't land anything. It's not like Jan wasn't a threat because he was. <clears throat> One of those hits that, hey, Glover could have, could have shut his lights out. It just so happened that Glover just took him. He took him that night, and he rolled with the punches. <clears throat> he's very durable. He's tough. I was, like, in shock, guys. But, my, like, my jaw was open. But it was like I was happy. You know? Like, I was... I, the main feeling I had was I was happy for Glover. I was, like, I was... I was, um... Shocked that that he beat Jan like that. Um, but I know he was capable of beating him, I just didn't like his odds. And when Glover won, I'm like, wow, like, like, I'm gonna stop ranting and get to some more comments. But I feel like moments like that are great for MMA, and the reason I say that is because like MMA teaches us new things all the time you know just when you think you got the game figured out and you're like oh you know guys slow down when they're 39 when they're 40 typically like you know it's over for him he got knocked out he's chinny and it's like you know glover freaking beats the odds and i love seeing stuff i love seeing stuff like that i really do because it's inspirational for all of us like outside of mma you know, like don't give up on your dreams, keep working hard, never give up, you know, don't listen to negativity, don't feed into people telling you that you can't do something. Um, You know, growing up, I, I definitely like I learned some lessons here and there, like either people telling me or reading stuff. And, um, you know, the main the lessons are kind of like no one's really going to believe in you the way you believe in you. You know, no one's going to believe in your, your mission or your story the way you would, you know, no one, no one's going to, if you dream or go for something big, everybody's going to think you're crazy. They're going to say, how are you going to do that? And it's kind of your job to show them, you know what I mean? Show them that it could be done. And you kind of take the negativity as motivation and, you you know, use it as like mental leverage, like, all right, you don't believe me. I'm going to show you. <clears throat> and that's kind of like what glover did <laughs> but anyway uh enough with the sappy positivity but you guys know that i'm like that i like to uh try to keep it positive um till says uh you think glover beats Jerry <laughs> like i'm always honest always honest as as much as i can be um and even though glover beat Yan. Man, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like Jerry, you, Jerry's gonna beat him. I feel like Jerry's gonna beat Glover, but damn, am I crazy for, for doubting Glover again? I have to be honest, I really think that Jerry's gonna get him, but the thing is with Glover, man, he's so good at what he does. Like if you slip up, what's up, Harvey? Oh, we got Luke in the room. What's going on, Luke? <coughs> Getting some regulars in the room, yes. <laughs> It's like Glover, man. His bread and butter so good that if you slip up and he gets you to play his game, you're screwed. So, but Jerry's a madman. He's such a crazy wild guy in the feet, and he's so dangerous. And it's not not only that he's wild; he's just good. He's just good on the feet. You know, you look at his style and you think that he's just like, you know, kind of just a wild, unpredictable dude that's not technical or methodical, and that's that's not true at all. That's not true at all, man. That dude's deceptively—he's great. I think he has like a heavy Muay Thai background, right? <clears throat> Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he has a really, really deep Muay Thai background. We got B Chrome. What's up, B Chrome? It's been a while, guys. We're back on the live. Yes, yes. Karam says, "Tail of the tape is uh, tail of the tape. MMA is unpredictable, and anything happened. It's so true, man. That's so true. That's why the sport is amazing." It's my favorite sport. It's been my favorite sport for pff, geez. Uh pff, late 90s. I mean that long. <laughs> Luke says Usman by dominant dominant unanimous decision. Um, I'm definitely going with Usman, Luke. Definitely me. But I think it's gonna be a great fight. Uh I wouldn't count Kobe out. Like if I if I could put a ratio on it for me, like I would say like I would say 60-40 Usman, you know, 60-40 Usman for me. Now, if he goes out there and crushes Kobe, like, it's not even, like, a fight. That would be incredible. That would be incredible. Hey, you know who else is on the radar that's looking crazy? Uh, Hamzat Chemaev. (laughs) Like, like, like... It is too soon. It is too soon to talk about Usman versus Chimaev. It's too soon. But, like, but the curiosity is peaked now. I think in the MMA community, like, I think all of us, we're all thinking, like, imagine, imagine if Hamzad is like the real deal, like on that level, and he keeps climbing and he makes it to, to fight, to the top to fight Usman. Wow. I mean, I, I feel like there's something about Hamzad Chimaev. <coughs> I think the guy is special. I think he is a beast. I think he's certainly ready for top ten guys. You know, um, we'll see. We'll see, man. Hamzad is a he's a beast, man. He's a beast. I love his attitude. I'm on the Hamzad Shemayev train, guys. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not even kidding. I don't I'm not sure if he's ready for Usman yet, though. I'm not saying that, but Give him a little time. Let him keep climbing. Uh, Bikram says, "How about Jan versus San? Hegan? What? That was incredible. That was an incredible fight. Uh, hold on, Natiro, Glover versus DC. Who wins? Um, if we're talking like prime versus prime, Natiro. <clears throat> and I'm not the end all of MMA, but I, I, I'm gonna go towards DC. Uh, because you know DC, he's dangerous enough on the feet." You got that KO power himself. Um, you know, DC's not a scrub standing, and I think DC's wrestling is good enough. I don't think Glover's going to be able to take him down, uh, not easily. And could he hold DC down? I don't know. I mean, I would lean towards DC. Uh, but going back to what Bikram was uh, brought up, Beyond versus Sanhigan was, was an amazing fight. That was an, another classic. Piotr Jan, of course, um, is dominated a strong word for that fight? I mean, I wouldn't say dominated. He he took the fight over. He definitely took the fight over. Um, he looked incredible. Props to Corey Sanhegan. That guy got a chin on him. Um, great, great striker, great fighter in general. Definitely proved himself further. He's just not ready to be champ yet, you know? I would love to see Cejudo versus Piotr Jan. Like phew, man, Henry Cejudo coming out of retirement to fight Piotr Jan would be epic. That's a that's a challenge for Piotr Jan for, for me. Uh Natillo says that spinning elbow by Jury was insane. Yeah, man. He's a wild man. He's a he's definitely a wild man. Harvey says, Jury's on a different level <clears throat> than than Jan. In a stand-up, especially with his speed, uh Glover is so slow he is, man. Glover's very lumbering. Glover's so in a stand-up, and Jan couldn't be any faster, which surprised me. <coughs> we got God here. What's up, God's here? Yeah, you know, when I put up the recap video, uh, let me see, Patrick's in the room. What's up, Patrick? Um, when I did a recap video in hindsight, thinking about um Jan Blahovich. You know, I think it's more of like what Glover did right than what Jan did wrong. Um, because I know a lot of people share the sentiment that Jan looked a little off. Um, I mean, was he off or was it just was Glover just shutting his game down? You know? You know, that's that's the question. But thinking about it again, uh I mean I've seen i seen Jan Blahobich more like faster than that, right? You know? I feel like, yeah, maybe maybe something was up with, with uh Jan Blahovich, but I'm gonna give most of the credit to uh Glover. Let's see, let's see. <clears throat> B. Kobe improved his strike and his head movement looked really good. I saw that man in the in the training footage. He 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 was looking pretty good with the head movement. Definitely, definitely. He was giving Usman everything he could handle on the feet. That's for sure. He just didn't have the power to like really stunt him and, and uh, get him out of there like that. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> but the thing is with, with punches and strikes in general, man, it's like, of course, being powerful helps. But, you know, all it takes is one on the button. You know, all it takes is one on the button. You don't have to be a really powerful, strong guy. You just land something hard enough with some precision and um especially if you catch a guy off guard we got Astro what's up Astro got a nice got a nice showing in the room right now appreciate it guys it's been a, a little while since we've, we've gotten a live I wish I could commit to like a dedicated live on a certain day or certain days um, certain times would be awesome I'm not sure if I could do that uh, God's says, man, that, that Jan versus San Hagen fight was insane. In my opinion, that version of San Hagen beats TJ and Aldo. Yeah, man. Like for me, um, I know like this sentiment is like it's shared now, but I do think Corey edged out that fight against TJ. I mean, I felt like that back then when they fought, you know, I, th- I thought it wasn't a robbery to me. I just felt like Corey won, even with the takedowns, even with the control, uh, let me see. Tail says Hamzat versus Islam future super fight. Whoa, that would be damn. Hamzat versus Islam Makachev would be crazy. I mean, just 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 a curiosity. Who has the better grappling and the wrestling? It's like take my money, take my money on that one. Let me see. Harvey says Hamzat versus Gilbert in December, since Gilbert's been wanting to. Wanting to go in December for Awana, we know Hamzat would do it. Yeah, Hamzat would definitely take that fight. We got Ricky. What's up, Ricky? Uh, Hamzat versus Gilbert Burns is amazing because there's a lot of question marks in that one. So <clears throat> we've seen some of Hamzat striking, and uh, what's up, I am. I see you, man. I see you. Um, we've seen some of Hamzat striking, and if you look at like his fights prior to the UFC, he looks good. He looks sharp. He does look skilled. I believe he's very dangerous standing, Um, but we, you know, it would be nice to see more. You know, it's like Gilbert Burns. We know we know for a fact he's super dangerous on the feet. He definitely has skill. So it's kind of like how's Hamzak going to look in the stand up against Gilbert Burns because Gilbert Burns could could you know he shuts people's lights out too. So there's that. And then as far as the wrestling and grappling, I mean, I'm defi- definitely going to give the wrestling to Hamzat. I mean, th- there's no question. There's few people that could contest with him, period, in wrestling. Um, <clears throat> But if Hamzat does get a hold of Gilbert Burns, Gilbert Burns is a multi-time world BJJ champ. He's no joke on the ground. So it's like if Hamzat gets him down, like, what's, what's going to happen there? Is Hamzat so well versed in in submission grappling? Is he going to be able to stifle Gil- Gilbert Burns? You know, is he going to pummel him? Is going to smash him as as he says, um, or is Gilbert Burns going to take over the the fight on the mat? You know, being a BJJ ace, so that fight is extremely intriguing. And um, I don't know, I don't know, guys. I mean, right now, like if I was asked who I think will win that fight. I know it's probably not—it's probably not logical, but damn, I think I think style-wise, if Hamzat is as good as he looks, like really, like damn, I gotta lean towards Hamzat. Just some like a style, a style thing. I think that I think he can control Burns on the ground and not get tapped out. Um, because I saw an interview with uh Brett Akamoto and Hamzat. And he was talking about how he, he trained boxing growing up, combat, combat sambo. When, and combat sambo is so similar to MMA. You know, it's got throws. It's got submissions. It's got striking. Um, you know, so he did boxing. He did, uh, a little bit of everything. Um, you know, uh, jujitsu. So <coughs> Hamza, he's a problem. Definitely a problem. All right, what do we got here? All right, let me see, let me see. God's here says so I think if Hamzai does well, and the way people think he will, he might be the next Johnny Hendricks, like GSP versus Hendricks <clears throat> against Usman. I think if he's yeah, if he if he's as good as he looks, or we all think he is at this point, damn, he's in he's gonna give Usman issues. Ecom says, I'm also on the Hamza hype train, but I don't see him beating Leon, Usman, Colby. Burns, I think he beats Vicente, Luke, and Thompson. Those are good fights for him, Luke and Thompson. Harvey says, Yan's my favorite fighter of all time. You ain't beaten unless you get a flu KO. And he was smoked Sejudo. Piotr Yan's an animal. You, you know what I love about um Piotr Yan, Harvey, is that he's a, he's mean, like that that dude i mean his nickname is no mercy is such a fitting name for him like i I think that's such a huge huge asset to him too like he's not only super skilled but he's just he's like no nonsense he's just a mean dude and you know when you get into a fight with him you know he's just going to be nasty to you in that cage and, and try to get you out of there or punish you and hurt you and um I I love uh, I love his aura and his energy. How he's just like a no nonsense, hard nose, just just kick your ass fighter. Patrick, my man, Patrick, what's going on? Um, turned up and took it to him too. <clears throat> are you talking about when um H- Hamzat with um uh, Jingley and Patrick, or uh, are you talking about um Peter Jan versus uh Sanhagen? Cause yeah, man, uh, <laughs> Jan did, did turn up the heat in the kitchen and he just took that fight over. Till says Kobe would definitely test Hamzat's cardio. That, okay, that's another thing we have to find out because all of Hamzat's fights are ending early, uh, pretty much for the most part. And it's like, what what does he look like dragged out into deep water you know he talks a big game he appears really tough I, I mean i think he's really tough um but we don't know for sure yet like what happens when he's dragged into those deep waters right and he's getting beat up himself what happens when he gets rocked what's going on adelaide oh we got adelaide bird in the room oh my god did you get those ice checks at uh ice check adelaide <laughs> them contacts girl um yeah there's a lot of questions with uh with Hamza you know we've never seen him rock. we never seen him stun. we never have seen him come back from adversity so you know heart heart plays a big factor in fights it's easy to look great when you're always winning what happens when you know you hit a roadblock in a fight can you rally back so let me see uh Bikram says, I think Cejudo, uh has the best chance beating Yan. I think Yan is going to run through TJ. And um, Adelaide says she's never going to check her eyes. Oh, man. All right. All right. Okay. That's your choice. Um, are you still judging or no? <laughs> uh, I like Cejudo versus Peter Yan. I, I think... Oh man, it's a tough fight for me. It's a tough fight for me because I think I think Henry's an animal, man. Henry Henry's a beast too, and he's a student student of the game. Henry Cejudo's always improving. He's he's a I think he's a physical specimen, and he's got a really strong mind. Um, it's a it's a it's a good fight. It's a good fight for me. I, I don't know. I'm gonna say 50-50 between uh, Piotr Jan and Henry Cejudo. Right now, right now, I haven't really thought about it too hard, but I mean, because I can see Henry doing some things that that might be effective. But the thing is, Puerto Jan, he could wrestle. He has a sambo background himself, a heavy boxing background. He's just he's just a phenomenal martial artist. He could pretty much do it all. You know, he's not like some super. Um, he's not some super submission grappler you know what i mean uh like a damian maya but you don't have to be That's kind of like a a a specialized you know astro you're on my my top three ufc minds oh man that's awesome bro thank you man thank you there's some tell you tell you man there's some really experienced awesome people that do breakdowns out there from like popular to, to like just regular smaller YouTube channels. Um, that's an awesome compliment, man. Thank you very much. Let me see. I don't remember where I was at. Harvey says Glover definitely earned his win. His grappling is great, but Jan hasn't been shot on by a strong grappler in a while. Jacare was a middleweight. Hmm, that's a point. That's a point. Beacon says, Karim, I don't know, man. Kobe has iron chin. He took a lot of punishment before he went down against Usman. He does have a. He does have a. He does have an iron chin." <laughs> Astro says, uh, "Top UFC, three UFC minds: the guy, you, MMA guru, and Dan Hardy. That's hilarious, man. Hey, dropping Dan Hardy in the same sentence with me is." An extreme compliment to say the least. I think, I think Dan Hardy's pretty brilliant. I'm sure you're joking around, bro, but I appreciate it anyway. Let me see. Uh, Astro Corey's coach shouldn't have told him he was winning at the end of the fourth round. Is that what he said, Astro? I gotta rewatch the fight, man. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the first. Kobe versus Usman fights actually on YouTube now for free on the UFC channel. And uh, I got to be watching it before the second one because I want to like, you know, I want to go over it again and study the fight. And um, I don't remember that, man. I don't remember that. But if they did tell him that, it's like, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I mean, when you tell a fighter that it's like. You risk them kind of like stepping off the gas, you know what I mean? Getting a little bit relaxed. So I don't know. Cameron says, Yeah, bro, you're right. Uh Harvey says, before that, Gus took Jan at will. So we should have saw it coming as knockouts, hit it, but Glover's just better. He'd see certainly proved he was the better fighter that night, man. I mean, there's no question about that. Ricky says uh, Usman and Hamza is interesting. He has that Habib style grappling with more of Connor's personality. He said he's gonna kill everyone, bro. I'm gonna kill everyone, bro. Yeah, he has an awesome personality. Like I find Hamza so genuine. Um, he's not really tainted by fame yet. And um, I just I like him. I like Hamza. Something about him, man. I think he's just a fighter's fighter, man. He's crazy. I like crazy guys too. And um, as far as the comparisons with Habib, yeah, man, definitely, like, like I call Hamzad a bigger, more, like, more dangerous version of Habib. I, I mean, it seems that way because it looks like he has better striking and he's more aggressive. And um, he seems more aggressive with his ground upon as well. So he's a scary individual. He's definitely a scary individual. He's He's deceptively strong. He doesn't look, like, big or, like, bulky, but he's got that that wiry grappler strength you know that that you know <laughs> reinforced tendons from freaking grappling like his whole life uh covington what's going on win caram <clears throat> says uh kobe will fall at the end B. crimson says i think corey will be champ in the future though he definitely got potential. He's champ material. I am the belt. I think Jan beats TJ. I think he beats TJ too. Definitely. <clears throat> Bikram says I think Hamzad has better chance winning middleweight uh, title than welterweight strap. Mm, I think he could he could compete at middleweight and do really well. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Tail says Hamza will have a tough time with the likes of Brunson and Whitaker. Uh for for me, Tail m- more so Whitaker. I think Whitaker's Whitaker. Oh man, Whitaker m- might be a uh, uh, issue for Hamza, but I mean, how good is the guy though? You know, he's just running through people. Granted, they're not like top ten guys. We got Kai Kimmy. Yo, what's up, Kai? Bikram says, what up with Gaichi, You see him in DC going back and forth on Twitter. I'm hoping Chandler wins that fight, but Gaichi is an animal. <clears throat> we got some good comments I'm going to get to in a sec. I see, I see one Adelaide says, people don't know how to define, uh, by the way, hype and talent. That's true, man. That's totally true. I would love to touch on that a little bit more, but Gaethje and DC, I did see that. uh, Gaethje's Gaethje's been like temperamental. Um, You know, he's been he's been (laughs) getting agitated by certain things, and um, you know, I guess you know he he sees like a bias with DC and like the whole Habib team. You know, um, Islam Habib, obviously that whole crew. I see it, too. I mean, I I hear it in the commentary. I see it, too. But, you know, I don't really get worked up about it, you know, being an outsider, just a fan watching the sport. Because I think as natural, you're always going to have some kind of a bias, you know, especially if you care about people and you train with them. But, yeah, I I saw the back and forth. It was kind of funny. DC was saying that, you know, he can't fight them, but, but Islam can and this and that. And then DC tried to clean it up. know afterwards because it's not a bad look for for dc doing commentary uh arguing with uh with active fighters and stuff like that let me see um adelaide bird said (laughs) adelaide bird i love your name your handle uh 117 to 111 people been talking how big usman is but man hamzat is naturally like heavyweight size He's got potential to definitely fill out, man. He's really lanky. He's got like a long frame. <clears throat> he definitely could put on muscle and just be huge. Um <clears throat> Even him cutting weight, competing at 170, he looks so so like sucked in on the scale. I mean, he doesn't look terrible. I've seen worse people on the scale, of course, but... When he fills out, come fight night. He's got like big ass forearms. Like he, you could definitely see potential. The dude's a beast. His back is all like fucking muscular and shredded and shit. He's a strong dude, man. Uh Aljo won't hold that belt for long. Nah, nah. Pyuterjan. I mean, I consider Young the champ. I mean, that's that's me. I felt like he was winning that fight against Aljo. I felt like he was he was taking the fight over, um, almost like playing with his food. Oh, man, I just saw Covington's handle. Ridiculous. That's so funny, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Astro says Corey was waiting for Pyrrha to attack in the fifth round because he was under the impression that he was winning. Pyrrha knew he was winning. Pyrrha got great fight IQ. Beacom says, bro, what's up with that name, bro? I don't know, man. It's one of the most creative names I've seen on here. Uh, Adelaide Burr says, Patty Pimlet or Hamza is the hype job. W- like, which is the hype job? Um I mean for me, Hamza Chemaev, for me, is more the real deal so far. That's just my opinion, though. I mean, I-, I feel like he has a little bit more credibility, especially the way he's been winning. So, but we'll see what Patty Pimlet. I wasn't, I mean, I'm not overly impressed with Paddy Pimley yet, to be honest. I think he has potential. Uh, let me see. Harvey says, Goddard was actually terrible in the first Usman versus Kobe fight. So hopefully he's not the ref. Mark Goddard. Isn't Mark God- Goddard usually okay? Uh, Beacon says, who will live to the hype? Sugar, or and Patty? I mean, O'Malley's shaping up to be pretty good as well. I mean, his, his ground game is kind of suspect. You saw Cheeto Vera dominate him on the ground. So he's definitely got to work on that. But his stand-up is good. His stand-up is really good. <clears throat> um, Adelaide says... Okay, coming back to this comment. People don't know how to define, uh, by the way, hype and talent. <clears throat> There's a lot of truth to that, man. Um, I try to... I don't want to sound disparaging to like rent, you know, just random casual like MMA fans, but like a, a good majority of the fans are like just casual viewers, and I'm not even seeing it like in the way like when people be like, "Oh, you casual," they're just casual viewers, and you know, if you haven't watched the sport for a long time, and um, you know, you've been wa- you haven't been watching a fight game for a long time, and or if you don't have any any training yourself or experience i mean sometimes sometimes like a lot of people just don't don't really know what they're looking at and i'm not trying to sound like an elitist or anything like that but it's just the truth like you know they'll like crap on fighters they'll say like you know um they don't look that great or just just weird stuff and it's kind of like you can't see the guy's talent it's like sugar sean on like you 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 can't see like Regardless of his persona, you can't see the guy's really good on the feet. <laughs> like, like you got to be blind to not give him respect on the feet. He's he's pretty skilled. <clears throat> you know, so that happens a lot. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, some guys get hyped up without warrant because they got a good personality. You know, um, they talk a, a good game. But, you know, if you look at their game and you know what you're looking at, it's like, eh, like, it's not warranted yet. Um uh, Hamzat to me, Hamzat to me is the real deal. I, I I think the dude is a he's a problem. I I really do. I think he's future champ potential. You just gotta see him fight against you know some some top ten guys. Give him give him Neil Magny. That's a great test, and then take it from there. <clears throat> Harvey says we we need all new commentators besides Anik Honestly, it keeps getting worse, bro. Yeah, I almost I almost zone out, bro. Like I almost like zone out at this at this point with the commentary. Um I don't know how you guys feel about Dan Hardy, but I used to love Dan Hardy's commentary. Um really enjoyed him at the table. Um <laughs> Rogan's always fun. Rogan Rogan is Rogan. You know, he's like a staple of the UFC. I have a soft spot for him, but I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. The commentary like sometimes There'd be like bias there. Sometimes they're not really calling it like as it's going down. It's, it's weird sometimes. Beacom <clears throat> says, Harvey Den, I feel I feel your brother commentators now take sides on our bias. Yeah, that's definitely a big complaint right now. I hear it. I see it. Uh, let me see. Um Covington. Let me see. Let me see what Covington is talking about number Nurmagomedov. Uh, Diarrhea. Covington's having a, a episode, a ther- therapy episode. Ricky says, didn't expect Islam to finish Hooker that fast. Different level. I think Islam gets the belt in 2022. Uh, yeah, Islam... He just totally dominated Dan Hooker. I thought Hooker was going to put up a little bit better of a fight, but man, they make it look easy. Like the Dagestani crew and Habib's crew, like their wrestling is so good that it looks it looks effortless, right? It looks like the guys are not even, <laughs> it looks like the guys are fighting and not even trying. Astro says, what can uh, UFC... Due to help Ferguson get back on track. That's my favorite fighter. I love Tony too, man. I love Tony too. Um, Astro big time. I got a soft spot for Tony. He's one of the greatest lightweights to ever do it. He's one of the MMA greats, in my opinion. Um, his straight, his streak is nuts. You know, um, yeah, you can just, I mean, you can't give him a top five. You got to give him like a fringe top 10, you know, um, I thought they did that with Benio Dariush, but. I don't know, man. Um, Nate would be a good fight for him. That's a winnable fight for Tony. Let him get his confidence back. But I don't even think it's a confidence thing. I just think, I think physically, Tony, you know, I I think Tony may be a little bit past it. You know, um, not even by like a large margin, but just enough that his reflexes and his speed are not quite the same. And it was just fine when he fought Pettis. He, Tony was looking like Tony. Uh, but after that Gaethje fight, I mean, I feel like that fight took a lot out of him. You know, it's a little bit worrisome. Covington says, so my mom came home drunk. She started smashing the house up. He went into the kitchen and took the fridge outside, started kicking it, and she ended up breaking my TV, so I'm depressed. Oh, man, that sucks, man. I don't know what to say about that one. That's a shitty situation for sure. Harvey says the fake groin shot and random breaks for Usman affected a fight somewhat. That was a fake, that was a fake nut shot. I mean, as much <laughs> as much crap that Colby gets, I mean, but it's like it's like the a cry wolf situation, right? He just lies so much and he talks so much crap that like when he had a legitimate gripe, you know, um he almost like wasn't believed by the MMA community. But when I saw a replay of it, he, you know, Usman didn't get kicked in his nuts. He didn't. And he definitely milked that. And he, he almost kind of admitted it. <laughs> Covington says, yeah, Usman will bend Covington over. <laughs> uh, Let me see. For me, probably the least knowledgeable in this panel, I would define a real talent when, when that fighter runs through the division with ease and other fighters... Uh, avoids fighting him. That's fair. That's fair, Adelaide. Definitely. That's a great gauge. <laughs> k misses is crazy because Lee Jing is a black button BJJ and Hamza just torment him. Yeah, he just, and he's strong too. He's a strong, scrappy guy. Adelaide says, but to be honest, I don't see any improvement in the stand-up game of Colby. The one thing that I saw Adelaide, I mean, at least in like the countdown videos, is um, you know, it's uh his head movement. He's moving he's moving a lot, which is good for him. Um But yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see if uh, Usman improved more than Colby. Because Usman's looking scary right now. The way he shut out Masvidal's lights. And a lot of that was Jorge messing around too, man. He he took he didn't take Usman's stand-up serious. I mean, and that's his bad. He was sticking his tongue out. He got hit with some shots. He was acting like they didn't hurt. And he just wasn't, as they say, defensively responsible. And he paid the price. He thought that he could take uh, Usman's best shot and walk him down. And like, no, nah, man, you got your head punched off. That was that was a very disappointing, um, disappointing uh, performance by Masvidal. Uh, let me see. John o- o- Pico, uh, <laughs> Ferg, I watched the fight on uh, mute and add in MMA Guru's commentary. Shout out to him. He's funny as fuck. <clears throat> MMA Guru, like I checked out, I seen him before pop up. I don't, I don't really like watch anybody like that. Cause I don't like to get influenced and stuff like that. I like to just do my own thing. And, um, but uh, you know, I cool cool with everybody. I don't have no issues with other channels. I respect everybody. I I'm, I'm genuinely happy for them, you know, any kind of growth and stuff like that. And um, he's a funny guy. Like I see, I seen, you know, I seen a couple of clips and stuff like that. And he's a character. He's definitely a character. Harvey Dent says the Islam hooker finish was weird. He didn't tap or verbally tap. He was just in a defendable. Position small chance to escape, but still a chance. I start Islam winning either way, but it still sucks. Yeah, I like Dan Hooker too. Dan Hooker is one of those likable fighters, fighters, but he got some things to work on, man. Adonis says, Tony versus Conor would be a hell of a fight. That would be a great fight, especially like Prime versus Prime. John Shaw's in the room. What's up, John Marshall? I will read your comment in one sec, my guy. One second. <clears throat> I'm gonna skim through some of the comments. Kima uh, says, "I think you can't BJJ your way through Dagestani's." Michael Chandler, yeah, that's the thing. If you have really good wrestling, you could you can neutralize BJJ to a big extent. But if you have phenomenal BJJ, you could also tap out a great wrestler. You know, it's one of those things. Um, it's just that Hamzat's wrestling and his control is so out of this world. He just maintained dominant position on uh, Lee Jinglian. Um Astro says, who's Kevin Holland fighting next since he had to pull out of his rematch? I have no I have no idea, man. Holland's one of those guys, too. He got a lot of potential, but he has holes. Um, so far it's not going so great for him. He was on a good run. <clears throat> Let me see. Jama Shaw Gitchy all day. Jamashaw says, MMA is kind of trash. He picked Nate to finish Jorge because he had a dream about it. That's funny, man. That's super funny. You know, it's, <clears throat> yeah, man. I mean, I've I seen other channels and stuff like that. Like, you know, guys are, guys have followings and stuff for different reasons. You know, some, some guys have like an average everyday Joe vibe. Some people actually really break down fights and they try to offer, um, you know, um, real insight if they can. And some guys are just entertaining. You know, I I, I mean, I find MMA Guru as uh, he's just an entertaining guy, I think. And, you know, obviously, maybe he's like a longtime fan. I don't know too much about him, but um, he's definitely a character. <laughs> uh, let me see. Kameis says, I want to see Michael Chandler's back escape style versus Islam Magichef's control attempts. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think if Islam gets his back, I don't know if he gets dominant position on Chandler in general. I don't know, man. Uh, tail says I heard someone say that screaming in pain counts as verbally tapping according to the rules. Not sure if that's true or not. Um, I don't know about the UFC tail, but I can tell you for <clears throat> amateur fights because this is what I was told. When I was in the back, I didn't compete, but as all you guys know, I got up to the dressing room, uh, warming up with some pads. <laughs> and um they actually that's a real thing in the Emmys and most most events and grappling tournaments, I've done grappling tournaments. Um if you scream out or yell in pain, they stop it. So I don't know if the UFC is like that, but um very probable. They consider it a tap because it's like fighter safety. I, I don't know what the rationale is, but but um, I've literally heard that like told to me. So <sighs> Ricky says Habib was also saying in Russian, be careful to Islam so that he wouldn't injure Hooker. That shows who he is. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool, man. <laughs> I respect that a lot. Lee Jing can scrap man if he fought a striker. He's a tough dude. Yeah, he's definitely a tough dude. Uh Tail says Tony screamed against Charles and Darwish, but it wasn't stopped. But thanks for that info. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing. Like, you know, I don't know. That's an inconsistency there because I know that is a real thing. Because I've literally heard it in my own two ears. So maybe it's a judgment call by the ref, you know? <clears throat> Astro says, How did you like the Wilder versus Fury trilogy? I, I liked it, man. I enjoyed it a lot. Um I thought it was a great fight. Definitely had Tyson Fury just dominating overall. But um it was uh it was it was a good fight. It was a good fight, it was exciting. It had you on the edge of your seat because um Wilder, you know, he got that that fight stopping power at any point. So that kept it that kept it entertaining and kind of like um a suspense factor, you know I kind of wish they would have like made peace at the end, you know uh showed like great sportsmanship, but didn't play out that way, although like on instagram i I believe they did congratulate each other and show each other um a good amount of respect and so says I like the m m a guru he is a casual, but he isn't toxic, and he breaks down. He breaks fights down really good. Yeah, from what I seen, he's not a toxic dude. He just seems like a fun guy. Um, for me, the honest breakdown is from gambling channel because they mean it. Tell the tape is hilarious. MMA guru gets salty about wrong predictions. That's funny, man. That's so funny. I mean, there's no reason to get mad. I mean, nobody picks, you know, fights correct all the time. I mean, you got. UFC vets and pros, champs pick fights wrong all the damn time. I mean, if you have like a 50% ratio, you're doing great. I mean, I've had some weird people, uh, so-called betting site guys, I promote their channel. Like, I pick fights right, you know, 95% of the time. And, you know, they get on me and tell me that I'm terrible and all this shit. And I'm like, well, <laughs> when I pick fights correct, nobody, like, were you guys there? You know what I mean? <clears throat> it's hilarious. Like there's been events where like let's say a like there's four fights, four or five fights, and every single pick is correct. Uh, do I get on there and be like, oh yeah, like I'm the man? No, I never do that because many times I get fights wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's MMA. It's it's gonna happen. If you have like a fifty percent ratio, you know, um I think you're doing pretty good. It's such an unpredictable sport, man. I mean <laughs> you could uh you know, you can eat some bad, bad oatmeal in the morning and that'll affect your fight. You know, it's it's so many damn variables in that sport. Uh, let me see. Uh, Adelaide has a point. Dan couldn't tap because his left hand was behind his back, couldn't move, and right hand was in a Kimura. That's possible. That's possible as well. Um, in that case, they definitely would accept. I mean, they definitely accept a, a verbal tap. They'll say it. Um, but the question is like is a stream considered a tap? And I know I know in o- other organizations it is in grappling tournaments, it is. Um in the amateur scene, but it's I don't know about the UFC for sure. B Dan is a BMF. BMF though, he's a BMF. He is a BMF for sure. I think Chandler could be Islam. Chandler's a beast. You never know. He got that KO power. And uh, I mean, man, is Chandler's defensive wrestling good enough to fend off Islam Makachev? I would love to see it. Adelaide says Chandler would gas after gas out after round two against Islam. His only chance is in the first round. That's pretty. That's pretty logical. Adelaide for someone who says that the, they're the least knowledgeable. I think that's kayfabe. I think that's kayfabe. You're speaking in a lot of logic and sense. Uh, Tail says Chandler has had no problem fighting five rounds in the past. Cardio wise, he is a machine. He is physically uh, impressive. He's a specimen. He's always in shape. Ntero, do you think Dylan Dennis is trolling, or he actually believes everything he says? Uh, to be honest, Natero, I don't know if he's trolling. Um, oh, hold on one second, Adelaide, Who do you got for who do you pick for Usman Kobe two? um Adelaide I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards Usman I'm gonna lean towards Usman um I think it's gonna be a great fight though I don't think it's gonna be a um a walkthrough you know as much as everybody hates Colby for the most part um he's he's a good fighter man he's really good but back to Dylan Dennis I'm gonna give my honest opinion Uh, I'm not trying to hate on the dude <laughs> just my honest raw opinion I think it's a combination of uh him being thirsty And uh, mental illness. I think Dylan Dennis, on some level, really probably believes he's that good. Natero's Dylan Dennis said he would pull guard against Angano. (laughs) Ha! Yeah. -hmm. Dylan Dennis Dennis would, uh, he would get, oh my God, versus Engano, he would just get smashed. Uh... Ferg says, who would be Piotr Jan and how? I just don't see what his weakness is. Um, who could, I mean, I like Henry Cejudo. I don't think, I'm not saying Henry Cejudo would beat him, but <clears throat> we haven't really seen Piotr Jan on his back. Like nobody has been able to really put him on his back like that and hold him down and, and smash on him. Um, What's something else that we haven't seen from, from Piotr Jan? Uh." I prob- that's probably about it because let's go down the line. So he could take a shot. He's got great striking. Um, he's not really so much like an offensive submission grappler, but from what I've seen, he got pretty good defensive submission grappling. He could wrestle. We all know he could wrestle. We all know he could pop back up. Um, I mean, he's so he's so well-rounded. It's crazy. Cardio and conditioning is on point. You know, maybe... Like, I remember Corey was having success with low kicks, but, like, Piotr Jan was giving it right back. I mean, that may be, like, an avenue to something, but – and also with Piotr Jan, um, and, of course, I mean, (laughs) this is me saying this, but you got world-class coaches that – have had fighters try to find, you know, openings against Piotr Jan, but in my opinion, I think that is more traditional boxing style and his defense could be exploited a little bit. So like when you have like a high guard like that, when you cover your face, um he has like a he has like a very boxing um very like um how do I say this? He in simple terms, he blocks like a boxer like you know for mma um so when you when you have a high guard like that um it opens up your body and Corey was trying to exploit that he was trying to exploit that so that may be an opening right there the way peter peter yan's um striking defense is kind of set up like kind of everything is kind of boxing centric (sighs) And this there's always a weakness. This is a weakness for everybody. You know, as 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 undefeatable somebody looks, there's always a chink in the armor. Somebody just has to find it. You know, maybe maybe somebody like Henry Cejudo, who has like Olympic caliber gold medal wrestling, could um could figure out how to get Purion on his back. Because how's he gonna respond to Granipan being on his back? We haven't seen that. Natio says Garcia kicked him out because Dunn was being a douche. That's the story Bravo said. Natio mm. says, have you seen the Eternal Slam? I haven't seen it, bro. Um, Connor's brittle legs. I haven't seen the, the, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, I haven't seen Eternals. I haven't heard, haven't heard good things about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. They said that it's Marvel's possible first dud. Um, that's unfortunate. Shang-Chi was freaking awesome and uh i was looking forward to eternals but i don't know man i don't know yeah I also fought the entire fight uh in south Pole. all right guys uh, it's been about an hour um typically i'm on live for like an hour there's been times i've definitely went longer like i think damn almost 3 hours but um this one i'm going to wrap up after work tomorrow uh, it's 10.30 at night where I'm at. So everybody that, um, that hopped in, really appreciate it, guys. It was fun. You guys, uh, some of you guys cracked me up a lot, especially with the, the name handles. Hilarious. Um, but yeah, guys, nice chatting about, um, Connor's brittle legs. Connor's legs isn't built for kicking. He got that, he got that titanium rod in his, in his fucking leg now. But, um, yeah, guys, have a nice night, a nice day wherever you're at, and I'll catch you guys, uh, on the next live. Maybe, maybe tomorrow night. All right. Later, guys. Thank you so much for the support as always.